Welcome to Gut Wisdom on WCBS News Radio 880. I'm Deirdre Koppelman, and along with your co-host, JG, yeah. we talk about topics that will help you in your personal and professional lives every Saturday night. Gut Wisdom will make you think and will leave you with real solutions that come from real wisdoms. So happy Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving weekend. JG, how yeah. was it? Oh, it was amazing. I'm stuffed. All the food we ate. Oh my goodness. Did you write your gratitude journal? I've been I've been doing a great job keeping my gratitude journal. Every day I've written something since we began this. And you know, tonight's topic is about change. So we'll mm. be able to get into how gratitude actually is connected to change. Mm-hmm. Tell me, what did you write in your gratitude journal? Well, I wrote a lot of things. Uh, I was so appreciative to my sister who made most of the food and she schlepped it all the way from Massachusetts down to the apartment here. We had some great meetings this week and you know, I think the highlight for me was someone really expressed gratitude towards myself and our team, and that really elevated us. And it was a different Thanksgiving because obviously you went to your sister's, yes. and I won't say where she lives. So in work, mm-hmm. at home, in everyday life, yes, we are all faced with having to cope with change. Mm. Some change is great, mm-hmm. but then there's the change that we don't ask for, we don't want. And uh, why is it in our lives? So tonight, we're going to understand change, the resistance to change, the emotional uh, stages of change, and some tips on how to really manage the emotional stages and how to adapt to change. This is going to be a great show. Um, Have you faced a lot of changes in your life, JT? I've had a number. Yeah? How do you cope with them? I'm just excited about what the change is bringing. Are you always excited about change? Not always. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. So hold on. We'll take a quick break. Don't go away. You're listening to Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates. We'll be right back. Coping with change after these updates on WCBS News Radio 880. It's important to stay connected to your world and beyond. That's where we come in. Start every day with New York's News Radio, WCBS 880. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back. If you're just tuning in tonight, I'm John Gassman, along with your host, Deirdre Koppelman. Hi. And uh, we are listening to Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates on WCBS News Radio 880. And tonight, Deirdre and I are chatting about tips, tricks, tools, resources resources on the dynamics of change. Yeah, but first, you know, thank you, JG. How about starting with understanding change? Mm. Not so easy. One, here, here's what is easy, what we all know. Change is constant. Yep, that's a fact. You can count on it. Yep. It's not unpredictable. You can expect that change is coming your way in every shape, way that, uh, that we can imagine. And yep. you know, change can be positive yep. or negative. Yep. Sometimes we create the change because we want to change something. And obviously other times there are changes that are forced on us. But the truth is we can all benefit from change, whether it's the change that we're trying to create for ourselves and even in times when change comes our way and we didn't want it, didn't ask for it. But there are positive things that can come from change and our ability, our ability to adapt. Yeah, to to cope with it. That's that's what's critical to succeeding. Yeah, it affects us on so many levels. Uh, emotionally, physically, we all need to trust, I think, what's going on around us. So we like 
what's constant. Most people live in patterns. They live a certain way of life. Mm-hmm. And change well, is one of those things that throws people off balance. Nobody likes a surprise. Yeah. Except for likes, you. I think you like surprises. I do. Especially on my birthday. Remember that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I think the other part is, you know, people like to have choices. You know, when change is thrust upon, you know, an individual, they get the feeling like they don't have power. They don't have any choice in the matter. So feeling in control, feeling like you have the power to control the situation, I think is one of those elements that affects people. Which makes sense. There's nothing worse than feeling like you're out of control or you have no control over a situation and there's nothing that you can do about it. But actually, mm-hmm. I really believe that you can do anything. Yes. That that to me is, I don't, I don't like the, well, it is what it is attitude. Mm-hmm. I hate that. It's yeah. not what it is. It, it's, you can it's, change it. It's, you all can, your, it's all in your attitude. Exactly. And although when change sort of comes and hits us square in the face and yeah. creates those thoughts and feelings that are sort of yucky, right? Mm-hmm. What do we have? Something that you don't want to have happen. What ha- how, how's everybody how feeling? How do I feel? Yeah. You know, I think for a lot of people, the first thing is fear. Fear sets in, like, what does this mean for me? Mm-hmm. You know, there's uncertainty and there's confusion, typically. Yes. So that's one thing. I think another thing is people feel powerless, that yep. lack of control, which I mentioned before. And then they go through another emotion. They either feel angry. Right. That change is happening to them. Mm-hmm. And they panic. Yeah. And it gives people a lot of anxiety. And, you know, sometimes people feel sad by it. You know, without discussing politics, clearly there's a big change that, yeah. uh, you know. Day after the election, I, we had people in our organization that were sort of in mourning over what happened. We have people yeah. across the United States in mourning, but yeah. we're not talking about politics. But, mm-hmm. you know, for, for half of the population, let's put it this way, this change actually feels good. It feels yeah. exciting. It's motivating. They're yep. optimistic. And so there are positive ways to feel about change and of course those are the ones that are negative but again like you were saying before yeah it depends on what change what the change is that's actually confronting us Mm. you know the feelings we have which are based on the thoughts that we have about change and that's how we perceive things did you have an yeah so that i like to talk about belief mindset and behavior Mm. what does that? that mean yes so I was lucky enough to listen to an author. Her name is Mary Lohr, L-O-R-E. Mm-hmm. She wrote a book called Managing Thought. Mm. And she put this very, she put a great visual, and, and I'd like to share it with you, JG, and of course yeah. our listeners, on belief, mindset, and behavior. So a belief, mm-hmm. Mary discusses, is a, is, is a thought. And we have some odd, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of thoughts a day. They could be good thoughts, bad thoughts, serious thoughts, it doesn't matter. Yes. But at the end of the day, a belief is a thought. So in your brain, if you, if you look at your brain and you picture it like a CPU, a computer. Sure. Okay? Mm-hmm. Every time we have a thought. Yes. The way it was explained to me is it's almost as if your brain, the CPU, this computer in your head, goes into this um, uh, file extraction. It starts going through all kinds of files from times that you don't even remember, Mm -hmm. maybe when you were three, things that are just totally in your subconscious. Yes. And then it starts pulling out all of these files, almost as if it's supporting evidence or documentation Mm. that supports the belief in your head. So for example, 
if I think I'm not going to do well, I have a thought, or I believe I'm not going to do well in a presentation that's coming up next week. Okay. The minute I have that thought or belief, what happens is that CPU of my brain goes through, starts pulling out every file from, again, probably things I don't even remember, (laughs) but where perhaps I did not do well in a similar type presentation, Mm -hmm. whatever supporting evidence and documentation. And now that starts to pile up, let's say over here on the side, and that makes me believe, of course, that the belief that I have is true. Yeah, that evidence supports the belief. Exactly. So you Mm -hmm. have this belief, and once you have a belief or a thought, Mm -hmm. same thing, it creates your mindset. Yeah. And that mindset is what creates the behavior or the action. Mm-hmm. So here's what I, once I learned this, I was, and that's why I'm happy to share it tonight, because mm-hmm. when you realize that you actually may be wrong, your beliefs and your thoughts about something may not be right. If, mm-hmm. we're, if we're only filling our thoughts or beliefs with supporting evidence and documentation from our mind and our experiences, yes. which is the first thing that we do, mm-hmm. well, I like to look at it a little differently. And, and for those of you listening who I coach, um, I, I look at a pair of uh, dice Oh and probability, mm. right? So if you every time the, you roll it, what's the probability, the odds that you're going to come up with that same number exactly. that you rolled the first time? Right. So I take that premise, I take that that idea of, well, this this belief that I have, it may be right and it may not be right, and oh. I use that every time change is put into my life. Mm-hmm. And again, we're talking about change that we didn't ask for and don't necessarily want, but poof, we know change is constant. Sure. Change shows up, and guess what? You have to deal with it. So the first thing that I do is I go to that belief, mindset, and behavior. Mm-hmm. I must be aware that if I'm taking this belief that I have and saying this, is, this change is bad, Right. well, what happens? I'm going to support it. Yes. I'm going to find every reason to rationalize and say, this is 100%. I, am, I know this is going to be bad. And what happens? My mindset follows. My behavior follows. So yep. every time. And the results. And the results. Follow. Exactly. So every time a change comes my way. Mm-hmm. So for example, let's say I don't like the results of the election. Mm-hmm. That's a massive change. I have no control over it. We already know we like to all be in control. I have no control over it. Mm -hmm. But what I can control is, well, do I want to take a negative belief and say, this is going to be the worst possible situation? Or Mm -hmm. do I want to say, hmm, I'm going to roll the dice and I'm going to take a neutral stance and wait and see what happens. I'm not going to take the fear, feed that belief yeah. And and so belief mindset and behavior is something that again uh great book Mary Lore is the author she wrote Managing Thought and it's the one thing that sticks out with me when dealing with change. Yeah, I, and uh, you, as you talk about it I think of how many negative people I know and it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. In, in other words you know, they have a prediction about something. It's a negative thought, mm-hmm. and it ends up coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because, as you said, Deirdre, they they find the supporting evidence to take them down that road. And it's not just them. It's our brains. It, according to 
this book and Mary Laura's, you know, um, process, yep. she made it so simple yeah. to be able to picture your brain that just literally is going to go through and take out every experience you ever had that was that, that will support that belief, that thought. It's, it happens in nanoseconds. Well, you know, as you say that, it, it reminds me, I was talking to my dad about something, right. and he mentioned a Winston Churchill quote, and I wrote it down. A pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity, and an optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. And I think if you really think about it, if you look at change from a positive way. Mm, positive standpoint, sure. Yeah, ment- positive mental attitude, Napoleon Not Hill. Not easy. Very challenging. Not easy. And, you know, putting politics But you aside, can connect gratitude toward, with change. How so? And, well, in that particular situation, if you're yes. negative about something. That's true. Become gracious. Be, accept what you have and think about all the positive things that are going on. And then that will lead you to having a good outcome. And as you're right. And when we were talking about practicing gratitude, if you make practicing gratitude a habit. Daily habit. Daily habit. Before change comes your way. <laughs> before things, you know, your boat is rocked. And, that, and, and it could be rocked. You know, there are deaths. There are divorces. There is illness. There's all kinds. Of, you lost a job. You lost a client. You're losing your business. Somebody quit. <clears throat> there are I think plenty you hit of them things. All. <laughs> no, no, you know what? I probably haven't. But there are plenty of things that come our way that are so, you know, that can be yeah, devastating. Sure. It's a um, <clears throat> think it's about not, it's not fair to say that it's easy to practice gratitude in times when life is challenging. Yeah. But if you practice gratitude before. Mm-hmm. The shoe drops, so to yeah. speak, because we know it always will at some point or another. When you're in that habit of having practiced gratitude, when those negative changes come your way or things that you didn't ask for, you know, it gives you, you're already prepped, having practiced, having created this habit of being present, being grateful, being optimistic, for sure. and looking at what can be done, and also being part of a solution as opposed to, you know, hands back, nothing that we can do about it. Well, uh, to, to end that thought, I think one small positive thought in the morning can change your entire day. Do you have any positive thoughts? Did you, what was your positive thought this morning? This morning? Oh, that's a good one. I didn't think about something <laughs> this morning. Oh, you got me again. Uh, what's a positive thought now? Uh, right now we're doing this show and we're going to have such a tremendous impact on people's lives. I yeah. always come back to that. Yeah, that's why we do I'm it. forever grateful to be on this show, that we have this show, yes. that we can help people. Yes, I love it. So we're going to go and probably take a quick break before we actually get into some uh, interesting things about change. Yeah, JG. So everybody, we're listening tonight to Gut Wisdom, radio that resonates on WCBS News Radio 880. Learn more about Deirdre and myself at gutwisdom.com, and that's with a Z. So let's step away for a quick update. Your smartphone goes wherever you are, and WCBS is right there with you. From the train to the office and back, you can listen to our live news stream at radio.com or cbsnewyork.com. With your smartphone and WCBS News Radio 880, the news you need to know is with you on the go. We're back, and you're listening to Gut Wisdom. I'm Deirdre Koppelman here with your co-host, JG. And if you're just tuning in, tonight's show is all about the dynamics of change 
and how to deal with change that we don't want and that we did not ask for. Hmm. I can relate to that. (laughs) I know because it happens to all of us. So as we were chatting before the break, challenging our thoughts, our beliefs Mm -hmm. about whatever the change is that's, you know, surfaced is the first step to coping with change in a positive way. So you have to challenge yourself because a negative attitude is not going to stop the change that has occurred or is occurring or will be occurring. It only, it stops us from seeing change as a way to perhaps do something or see it as something that comes with growth. And everybody knows growth is painful. Yeah. I, I have, I've never really experienced, you know, growth in a positive way. And I think back to being a kid, I'm what, five, nine and a half, the growing pains, just literally growing pains from growing. Right, where you know, no pain, no gain. You talk about that. There's, uh, and you had siblings, so you had to compete. I have five older. <laughs> I am the youngest of six siblings. I am the baby. I will always be the baby. I enjoy being the baby. Well, with change and anything else, as you know, Kenya had mentioned, a lot of it comes down to the power of positive thinking. Yes, I would. And agree. I think it depends on the person. If they're negative, if they're pessimists, or are they? Optimists. Uh, I think it's a choice. I think you have to choose optimism. You know, the difference between a good day and a bad day is all in your attitude. That's true. So uh, when we talk about change and the dynamics, there are various emotional stages. There are four in particular Mm, that we think about. They're actually similar to the stages that people go through when they're grieving. Mm. When someone has passed away... These are the same exact stages Stages? that they'll go through. Really? So the first one is typically either disbelief or denial. Right. Okay. Second one is anger or blame. Mm. Mm -hmm. The third is reluctant acceptance. Interesting. And the fourth and final stage is commitment. Well, there's there's some good news to that Mm -hmm. because I believe in each one of those emotional stages of change there are things that you can do absolutely like everything else right you're Mm -hmm. not a tree what can you do well i think during the we'll call it the denial stage like there is no way that this is happening um best thing to do would be arm yourself with information yeah that's exactly what tim said earlier exactly get all the facts get Get the information yep research analyze, Mm -hmm. get out of that powerless victim. We talked about the drama trial. Get out of that that victim stage and get into, I'm I'm armed, let's try that again. I only had coffee like three times today. (laughs) I am armed with knowledge and knowledge is power. That's how you get out of the victim mode. Yeah, the information, I think you use this term quite a bit, information will dictate the strategy. Always, I've been living that line, and it's not a line because it's been the way I live my life, my whole life. Get the information first, let's see what that information says, what does the information dictate, and then create, okay, what's my next best first step? I I don't look at, you know, something uh, change negatively affecting me and having it then also dictate, you know, the next 20 years of my life. And I could have, I've had those personal situations where I could have said that, you know, that's the end of me. Absolutely not. Well, so many people, when when they know that change is coming and it's announced, Mm. you know, they're resistant. They're very resistant. They're apprehensive. And they don't want to hear 
they don't want to listen. I remember when I was working at Doubleday, Doubleday Books. This oh, was that's, a, you're dating yourself again. I know, it's a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, I remember, and they used to send us to change management classes. Sure, and yeah. To and and of course, one of the big topics was getting over, you know, resistance to change. Why are people so resistant to change? I know they're powerless, they're the fear, out of control, they don't absolutely. trust. Okay, I get it, but there are some questions, aren't there, JG? Well, I think before you even get to that step, you always have to ask why. Mm. I think the importance of why are we changing, and you know, at the same time, when change is announced, don't have a judgment, right? Yeah. Get the facts, listen. Yeah. So I think when you think about questions that you should really ask yourself when change is occurring, what exactly am I resisting? Mm. You know, what is the change? Or why is there change? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's for the better, right. not the worse. See, a lot of people, their minds go to the dark side. Yeah. They don't think about how change is positive, which we'll probably talk about. You know, also, what can I do, right? What can I do when change is occurring? Remember, you can control your you reaction. React. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, also ask, what's being asked of me? Because yeah. sometimes it's not, first of all, it's not always related to you. Right. You may be just part of a group. Collateral. Right. So how does it really impact you? Mm-hmm. What is the change asking me to do? It, my mom used to say, you know, every goal is achievable. It's just a question of what is the goal asking you to do mm. differently, mm-hmm. right? You want to be a gymnast? You could be a gymnast. But you have to do certain things to get yourself in that mindset. Good point. So I think you have to figure out what is it that you're feeling? You know, what is that feeling that you're having when we talk about change and get in touch with that. Good point. You know, let's face it. Accepting a sudden and unexpected change, as we you know, can share, is one of the most difficult challenges in life. Yeah. We want to have that control, but obviously we can't control everyone and everything around us. That's impossible. And I think when we accept the fact that we don't have full control over every circumstance, it helps to cope. Mm-hmm. And one of the best strategy, strategies I know for coping with change, of course, is focus on what you can control. Mm. And there, there are folks, whether they're employees that I've worked with, CEOs that we currently work with, and even in my personal life, I look at every situation and I say, well, what can I do? And it can be from anything. Sure. It, 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 you know, we just lost... Um, one of our biggest clients. Yeah. I cannot, I will, we could say, oh, maybe we had something to do with it. Or no, cases, you and I they, both know. They had a lot of change going on in their yeah, organization. You were collateral damage. Correct. We you were, know, and I'm sure. C-suite so, changes, right. and there's nothing you could do. They want to bring their own people in exactly. to help. So it was very interesting because, mm-hmm. number one, I was, you know, Pear was affected with that change. Yeah. So as the CEO of Pear, I had to sit there and say, okay. Um, this is out of my control. What can I do about it? Mm-hmm. Uh, one for the team that works at Pair, and of course, uh, just generally speaking for, for other business purposes. Yeah. I was also counseling people inside that company yeah. who were affected by the change. They may not have lost their jobs, but they felt 
so much fear that they were waiting to lose yeah. their jobs. And and I had to, as I try to as much as I can, practice what I preach. Mm. I sat there and I said, okay, I cannot control the fact that the client is leaving. Yeah, Nothing I can do about that. What is, what's my next best first step? What are the things that I can do? And yep. that is the same advice, same counsel that we give to others. Get a grip, right? If you can't control what's going on, recognize that because that's a fact of life. What can you do? What is your next best first step? Once you do something, take some kind of action yeah. That action. It's positive put, momentum. It's positive momentum and yeah. it puts you in the driver's seat. It gives sure. you the control that sure. we all crave when we're feeling out of control. And and I think to your point, and you mentioned it already, the drama triangle. Yeah. How many people felt like they were victimized? Yes. I mean, you and the organization were victims. You know, what are we going to oh do? Oh my gosh, And yes. the clients that were working for this company felt like victims. There's nothing I could do. Right. But there were things that they can, can, do, can do. There were, and there were things that we did and continue to do because at the end of the day, I have a choice, right? My yeah. choice is lay down, throw my hands Absolutely. up, crawl up, you know, get into a little ball but you know, or, but you or know take action and do something. Right, and you know what's fascinating in our organization because after this came out, you know, you would think people would be worried. Lose my job, you know, what's going to happen? Oh my God, you know, people go to that negative side, become very pessimistic. And you got everybody all, all excited about all the new opportunities, new things going on, different roles people can play. I think that's be and thank you. And that's because you're a very positive person. And you find, you know, that what do they call it? The golden lining? Oh, the silver lining. The silver lining. I, I will disagree. I'm a nice person. I think that in my I'm fifty one years old, I'll say most of my Why do you life, always mention your age? I like to. I'm proud to be fifty one and look thirty five. <laughs> <laughs> that's one thing I do not want to change. I would say, seriously, I am one of those people and anybody who knows me personally knows this i have had so much change yeah unwanted change thrust upon you my entire life literally i mean it just didn't stop and and i've come to recognize that that's just i don't believe it's just my life but i can tell you my experiences of having to deal with change and transition and tumultuous things going on around me that I, I had no control of, I, I, no control over. I didn't ask for it, but my coping mechanisms, yes, from a very very early age, were developed in terms of okay, not to be a victim. Okay, be optimistic, take action. Yeah, put myself in a power seat, get yeah. information. Exactly, all of those things. So I've been doing that for such a long, long time that. When these things happen, because yeah. they do, I go right into what I've been practicing my whole life, but there are many people that, blessed you know, for them, yeah, they really haven't had to deal with a lot of mm, rough spots yet, let's say, or uh, so many uh, And that's what helps, and by you following that process, it helps you keep focused, right? Totally. You're, and you're very unattached, unemotional to certain decisions Have to be. that you make. Yeah. So they're very rational. Even though I'm a mush and I do get very sensitive, um, that doesn't mean I didn't go home and cry every night. <laughs> <laughs> and those of you who know me know that's true. So do we have an Let's example? Pra I'm wait, practice what? 
What were you going to say? No, ladies first. Okay, so do we have an example, or have you ever had a situation where you made a conclusion that you know change change happened or change was coming your way, and you thought it was going to be bad, and you were wrong? And if you had stayed neutral, perhaps, I'm not even jumping to say if you were optimistic, but if you had stayed neutral and it would have avoided a lot of stress and anxiety. Did that ever happen with you? Yeah, I, I think for me, there are plenty of times where, you know, I have a preconceived notion, and because of my quick start... Your cynicism? Oh, that's a that's a good way to put it, my cynicism, <laughs> it's yes. true. I am a cynic, yes. I know. Uh, that's very accurate. I know. And I, have, I make certain judgments very quickly, and I had to learn to refrain from making those quick on-the-spot judgments because... I would have been wrong. You know, I have mm-hmm. to trust my gut more mm-hmm. and I have so, to listen to myself and gather the facts well, first. So here's a few. Because I have blind spots. We all have. It's not just you. Oh. We all have blind spots. This is my spots. therapy session. I know. I you like to think that, but I think it's, <laughs> it's for all of us. So here are some techniques to practice coping with change before it comes your way. Well, I would say practice operating out of your comfort zone. Right. So this that's is, a big one. Yep. That's big. What's another one? Uh, I like to have rituals, you know, rituals and certain habits, deep breath. When change is coming, woosa moments. Yeah, well, you know what I like to do? Hit the pause button. Uh, I love the pause button. I knew you were going to say that. I like to look inside myself and sometimes write, and I ask myself, why do I want to keep the status quo? Mm. Think about it a little differently. What else, JG? Uh, I'd say since learning and change go hand in hand, what does this challenge allow me to learn Good or experience from this? Right. Because opportunities if, for growth. I think that's how you coin these I do. moments. I call them opportunities for growth. You, you're learning a lot, I, I have am. to tell you. <laughs> I also like to get feedback from other people that I trust who may have a different opinion about the change. Yeah. Huh. I respect you. You're thinking differently. You're seeing something differently. Hmm. Perhaps I can listen and learn. Yeah, those peer-to-peer groups are very helpful. Yes, they are. And so when we come back, what are we going to talk about, JG? I think we're going to share more of our best wisdoms on change, dealing with courage and confidence. Oh, the best. Yeah. What comes first, chicken or the egg? Do you have courage? I say courage. Do you have courage first or do you have confidence? Courage, courage. Do you have confidence to be courageous or do you need courage Courage to get confidence? Courage to stand up. So go ahead. Go go say what? Thank you for listening. Well, we're not going anywhere. We're coming back. Oh, we are? Yes, we just... Thank goodness. JG. You're listening to Gut Wisdom (laughs) News on CBS News Radio 880. And we'll be right back. Can't wait. When news breaks, massive warehouse fire. Tom Kaminsky and Chopper 880 brings you the view from above. That smoke drifting for about a 50 mile stretch down toward New York's eye in the sky. I have seen a couple of inbound trains heading toward. What I've been looking at is police and the road crews busy putting the cones down. You are first to know two of the travel lanes have now been reopened. For up to the minute traffic and breaking news, count on Tom Kaminsky and Chopper 880 only on WCBS News Radio 880. Welcome back, everybody, and you are listening to Gut Wisdom Radio that resonates. I am JG, here with our host, our host for the mostest, Deirdre Koppelman. And if you're just, you're very, very, very welcome. Thank you. Practicing gratitude. And if you're just (laughs) tuning in, we're talking about change. What's that song? 
I'm not going to sing because you yell at me. I, I, I like to. Go ahead. Change. Something like that. I don't know. Let's give up the singing career. So let's talk about courage and confidence. Yep. When change occurs, having both courage and confidence will get you through just about every challenge. Yeah, and every change in life. I agree. So what comes first? Mm. What do you think? Is it courage or confidence? Which comes first? I'd love uh, to know what our listeners think. Yeah, if you have an idea, you could tweet us. But if you're driving, keep your hands on the wheel so yeah, don't do definitely, it while you're driving. Definitely. Uh, courage. Hmm. Mm. Why do you think that? Because I think courage follows when faith leads. It doesn't mean that fear shuts you down, but I think you need to have courage to get going. Courage, like the lion the lion, the Wizard of Oz. Absolutely. Right? Because courage doesn't mean that you don't get afraid. No, it absolutely. It means that you don't let fear stop you. Yeah, it's the commitment to begin without any guarantee of success. Didn't we learn from, is it strategic coach, the four C's? First, you make a commitment. Mm-hmm. Or is it the courage first, then you make the commitment? I think you have courage, courage first. first. So you, when, you want, when you personally want to make a change, yeah. first you have to have the courage to do it. Exactly. Which makes you have the commitment to do it. As you're which doing gives you the cap- confidence. No, first it gives you the capability. Because when you're doing something, you develop the capability while mm-hmm. you're doing it. And developing the capability gives you the confidence. I yeah, think I never those, got that right in that class. I know. But I practice it. Okay. I'm courageous. You I are. I have no fear. You're ferocious. <laughs> <Arr>. <laughs> I have no fear because fear, uncertainty, discomfort is not going to help me. I try to look at change and say, okay, I have to be neutral about this. I have to be positive, positive about yeah. it. It's a muscle. The more I use it, I just cannot... Um, I cannot succumb to fear. No mm-hmm. way. In work, at home, everyday life, we're all faced with things that we have to cope with. And again, change is com- constant. So things that happen to us, they happen to us for good and bad reasons. And, it, and bad things happen to good people. And much of, our, much of the change is really beyond our control. So how we handle it, as we say, is within our control. And there's always going to be... Oh, I don't know. Things that sort of get in our way, like our self-confidence. So... Have the courage, practice gratitude on a regular basis, because when you're practicing gratitude and then things come your way that are not happy, things that you didn't want, you can look at it a little more positively because you have practiced gratitude. And I think around Thanksgiving, we are going to harp on gratitude. Yeah. And um, what are some wisdoms? Any wisdoms that you have, JJ, for our listeners about change? Yeah. The first one I think about is, I always look at change as the universe is telling me something. Either this isn't the path I was supposed to be on, and Mm. I'm supposed to be on a different path. Oh, so that's a spiritual. Mm, Very interesting. Yeah. Spiritual outlook. There's always something. I like that. that Well, we went back before and we talked about you have to look at change as it's trying to teach you something. It's trying to teach you something. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. So I always look at why is this? I don't really question the why. I try to understand how does this affect me? What am I supposed to be doing differently? Hmm. Does that make sense? Does that resonate? Oh, that re- I'm thinking. You know, the universe is telling you something. I don't want to say God, but, you know, whatever you believe in. Yes. So that that's one thing. Mm. The second thing. That was deep, JG. I can be deep at I'm times. I'm like in a little bit of shock. <laughs> 
It is late, but uh, number two is I think you have to expect change. Change occurs all the time. All right, so we've and said that 500 times. Do you think anybody will say when change hits them, when they least expected it, do you think they're going to say, I remember Deirdre and JG were saying change is constant. It, no, but it's true. So let me spin that a little bit and say change is constant, and you have to look for the opportunities for growth. Oh, that's, the, that's your attitude. That's well, true. that's what you taught me. Yeah, great. Number three. I've created a monster. Uh, well, check your attitude. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to have a thought I don't express, and I yeah. had a thought, Yes. so we won't express it. Check your attitude at the door. You know, mm. we we know that change can cause a major, a major disruption in, in your life. It could really overtake you with fear, anxiety. Yep. So if you've made the decision to change it, good, go with it, but feel like you're in control. And protect your health. Yeah. Change will absolutely create stress. Yeah. D- stress is, is not good. No. Stress is bad on our emotional health, our physical health. If we can if we can avoid letting stress get to us by yeah. having more positive attitudes, informing ourselves, recognizing that not every belief we have about change, and usually that's a negative thought, is, uh, is potentially true, um, we would be serving ourselves and people around us, I think, much better. Well, people get into their heads. Yeah. You know, the, there's all this negativism. They're, they're so pessimistic. They, they get deep into their heads and they have to learn to get out of their head a little bit. How so? How do you get out of your head? Very focused. Hit that pause button. Where am I? Stop. Sit back. And realize what's going on. Yeah. I take a deep breath. It's a woo moment. Well, you... Things you know, will be better. Well, I am kind of spiritual, even though you don't believe it. No, you are. You are. I think you've become more... Here's what I say. I would say. In the six years that I know you, you start out as a client. Curb my anger. I no mean, longer what, a bully boss. I mean... I'm a reformed bully boss. I still can't get a word in edgewise I was going to say oh. that yes you're a reform bully boss you had anger management issues what else they oh, you know it was like Jekyll session. it was Jekyll and Hyde but you've really I ha- I admit this on, on air you have really you have changed yes <laughs> change is possible <laughs> and change can be good mm-hmm. change can be great do you agree Yes, for the most part. Yes. I know for me, when I see or have, have had things happen that I didn't want to happen, I kind of find new ways to look at it, but I also find new relationships when change occurs because whether they're relationships with people who feel the same way I do huh. or people that I can learn from that may feel differently about the change, um, that makes me happy. Well, for me, I, I think one thing you've taught Myself and others, right? And this is the paradigm shift for you. Yeah, it's an opportunity for growth. That's how you really have to look at it. Yeah, you know, these are opportunities. Look at it as an opportunity to change something, to trans transform something, yeah. to do something different. You know, it's interesting inside companies where we've seen companies that, and I mentioned earlier when I used to work for Doubleday, they used to send us to change management classes. And I, that was a very long time ago, so you can imagine that this topic of change has been around for quite some time, and it's still 
uh, is an issue for all of us. So that's that's why we're talking about it. But I remember very clearly thinking to myself, you know, if the leadership mm-hmm. would not be behind closed doors. More, and, more transparent and open in their communication. Right. Here's, uh-huh. for example, here's why we're doing this. Yeah. We don't have to justify the whether, whether whether you like it or not but here's some here's some background here's what led us to this decision to make this That's change yep. or these changes yep. people then feel part of what's going on sure it is when you isolate yeah. and you don't share that suspicion fear yeah. uh, instability insecurity no confidence all of those things start zooming in people's heads and where yeah. are we going everybody's going to go to the dark side so uh, my feeling is we ca- we can't convince every leader in in a company to divulge when things are happening but here's what you can do if you're not in that position if you're not the leader and you're subjected to the <gasps> what is going on and what's going to happen yes. i would say and we were sharing this before with um with tim tim shell director of news and programming he's smiling yes Waving. we were sharing <laughs> you can influence your own sphere of influence so yeah. your group your peers your comrades that you work with or that work for you even if you don't have all the information to share so that they can embrace the change and not be resistant to change which can do is at a minimum acknowledge hey i'm in the same boat we do not have a lot of information but let's think about it this way Let's get the information we have. Let's do what we do best. Yeah. Let's keep a neutral attitude, right? Mm-hmm. And not go to the dark side. So everybody has the opportunity to yes. influence their own circle, their own sphere. I love it. You do? Yeah. It's about communication. <clears throat> but and that- the more you communicate, the more transparent you are, the less resistance you'll have. And everybody can be a part of that. It's not... It's not just finger pointed to the top. It's not just, you know, you have to tell me everything. And unless you tell me everything, I'm powerless and there's nothing I can do. You can do something. No, when you change your beliefs, you change your expectations. And when you change your expectations, you change your attitude. Yep. And when you change your attitude, you change your behavior. And when you change your behavior, you change your performance which leads to results yeah we should put that on the website i love it i I like it i live it i just circled it while most of us would of course rather live with old problems maybe sometimes than new solutions it's easier it's more comfortable we know we're going you know what we have uh we'd rather like the routine they like the pattern well (laughs) yeah i i get that i like routine too although i have a habit of creating change and That'll be some other topic someday. But even when we know that the changes are going to be better for us, we don't often make them because we don't like change. So until we Mm -hmm. get the courage and get used to living with something that's not comfortable, we just can't get better. There's no growth personally or professionally. I love it. Yep. And I agree with you. And, you know, if we are so super interested in hearing your feedback, let's hear from you. Go to our website, gutwisdom.com. G-U-T-W-I-Z-D-O-M. Yep. Share your feedback. Or better yet, give us a topic that you would like to hear us talk about on the air. You can email us. You can call us. All of the information is right on the website. And you never know if we really love your story and has a profound impact. You may even become one of the people on the show. Because that's what we want. We want people to learn from people. 
we're just regular people. Yeah, we have businesses, and yes, we work with business owners, and we do all of those things, but at the end of the day, Gigi and I are just regular people sharing the knowledge that we have, that we've learned from others, or that we've experienced on our own, to pay it forward. So if you've got something interesting, like JG said, something profound that you know that you've experienced that can help other people, this is your place to do it. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, JG. (laughs) It's all good. (laughs) So what are we talking about next week? Do you know? Before we go into and thank everybody, let's let's talk a little bit about change what what you know if anybody has noticed our sequence of events you know the drama triangle the yeah. bully bosses emotional intelligence came up on thanksgiving There's talking about gratitude all of this. now we talked about change and how gratitude is a part of change what are we talking about next week perfectionists procrastinators right perfectionism mm. and procrastination they're related and they're also not related. Yep. So we want to take this time right now. We hope you'll join us next week, of course. But right now, we want to take the time to thank you so much for listening to JG and I talk about the dynamics of change. And of course, we'd like to thank the entire WCBS News Radio 880 team. We are forever grateful to have the opportunity to work with all of you. You've changed our lives. Yep. To our family, our friends, our teams, we continuously express our gratitude and appreciation to all of you. And if you want, you can even listen to previously aired shows, which are on podcast at Play It and on our website. It's Play.it, honey. Play.it. Right. Dummy. Okay. And on GutWisdom.com. Dummy. (laughs) He's so funny. So listen, have a great night. And tune in next week as we talk about perfectionists and procrastinators. Gut Wisdom is sponsored by Pear Core Solutions.